It's time for a bedtime story. Today's bedtime story is Arthur B. Has a Secret by Sean Millay. Arthur B. Has a Secret. It's a secret that he's too embarrassed to talk about. It's a secret that bees aren't expected to have and the whole beehive is affected. How will Queen Bee react when she finds out Arthur's secret? Arthur B has a secret by Sean Malay with illustrations by Carol Chevalier. Arthur B was a fluffy black and yellow bumblebee. He lived in a beehive with hundreds of other black and yellow bumblebees and he was very happy, but he had a secret. All the bees would take it in turn to go and collect sticky pollen from the flowers to make beautiful golden honey. But when it was Arthur's turn to go, he would always say the same thing. No, 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 no. I'm not going. Because you see, Arthur B had a secret. And so the other bees went to collect the sticky pollen without Arthur. The bees would collect sticky pollen from as many flowers as they could and carry it back to the hive in special little pouches on their legs. There, they would turn it into beautiful golden honey. Now, Arthur B was very good when it came to turning sticky pollen into beautiful golden honey. He would wear his special white coat with his very own name badge on it and his very own special safety goggles. He would then mix a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And hey, presto, the sticky pollen would turn into beautiful golden honey. Now, the queen bee was very proud of all her worker bees and she was especially proud of the delicious golden honey that they made. People in the town said, it's the finest golden honey in the whole land. And everyone agreed. Queen Bee thought it was very important that all her bees took turns to go and collect the sticky pollen to make delicious golden honey. But when Queen Bee found out that Arthur Bee refused to glow, go and collect the sticky pollen, she was very angry. Bring Arthur Bee to me, she shouted. And so Arthur B was brought to Queen B. I am told that you refuse to go and collect sticky pollen with all the other bees. Is this true? Now Arthur B looked down at the floor and answered, Yes, in a very quiet voice. What? screamed Queen B. Why won't you go and collect sticky pollen with all the other bees? Now Arthur B wanted to tell Queen B a secret, but he felt silly. And so he didn't answer. This made Queen Bee even angrier than before. Her cheeks got redder and redder and redder. And then she screamed at the very, very top of her voice. Oh, get out of the beehive and never return! Sadly, Arthur Bee packed his suitcase and left. Arthur went to stay with his good friend Bertie Butterfly in the meadow. Bertie Butterfly made Arthur B very welcome indeed, but Bertie Butterfly was a very messy butterfly. His little house was very untidy, 
There were newspapers all over the floor, dishes in the sink and cobwebs on the ceiling. Arthur B was a very tidy bee and he couldn't stand mess. So, while Bertie Butterfly was out tending to his garden, Arthur would tidy up the whole house and put everything back in its place. But Arthur B would never ever help Bertie Butterfly in his garden because Arthur B had a secret. This went on for many weeks and both friends were very happy with their arrangement. All was well in Bertie Butterfly's home, but not all was well back in the beehive. The bees had had many complaints from the people in the town. This honey isn't golden and it isn't, it isn't beautiful or golden anymore. It's just not the same, the townsfolk said. None of the bees could understand what had happened to their beautiful golden honey. Queen Bee called for her honey makers straight away. Why isn't my honey beautiful and golden anymore? She demanded to know. Now, none of the bees wanted to upset Queen Bee, so none of them answered. They all just looked at the floor, twiddling their many thumbs. All but one of them, that is. And a little voice from the back squeaked up. Arthur Bee, your majesty. Who said that? called Queen Bee. I did, squeaked the voice. Show yourself, demanded Queen Bee. And a young bee came to the front and kneeled before Queen Bee. Who are you? Queen Bee asked. I'm Molly, replied the young bee. I work in the laboratory where we did sticky pollen into beautiful golden honey. Why did you say Arthur Bee when I asked what had happened to my beautiful golden honey? asked Queen Bee. Well, because Arthur Bee is the best at turning sticky pollen into beautiful golden honey. No one can make it as well as him. Tom B has tried, but he just can't get it right, said Molly B. Queen B thought for a while, and she thought, and she thought, and then she shouted, Guards! Find Arthur B and bring him to me. And so the guards flew all over the meadow, until eventually they found Arthur B at Beatty Butterfly's house, where he was tidying up yet again. Queen B demands that you return to the hive with us immediately ordered the guards. Ah, oh, but I'm happy here helping Bertie Butterfly, said Arthur B. He needs me here to help him tidy up. He loves it when I tidy up for him. But the truth was that Bertie Butterfly liked his home to be messy. He liked the newspapers on the floor, the dishes in the sink and the cobwebs on the ceiling. And he wanted his home back to normal. <gasps> listen, listen, oh listen, no, no wait, just listen. Maybe, maybe, just tell you. Listen, maybe you should just go with the guards just to see what Queen Bee wants to speak to you about, said Bertie Butterfly in hope. Oh, okay then, but only if you're sure you can manage without me, said Arthur. Oh, yeah, 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 honestly, I'll be fine, smiled Bertie Butterfly. And so Arthur Bee and the guards flew back to the beehive and Bertie Butterfly went back into his house just to mess it up. When they got back to the beehive, Arthur Bee was brought before Queen Bee. Queen Bee told Arthur all about the trouble they'd had trying to turn sticky pollen into beautiful golden honey. She told him that Tom Bee had tried his very, very best, but it still wasn't right. She told him that Molly Bee said that nobody could turn sticky pollen into beautiful golden honey quite like Arthur Bee. 
Queen Bee asked Arthur Bee if he would forgive her for throwing him out of the beehive and would he come back and turn sticky pollen into beautiful golden honey once more? Arthur B. thought for a while and then said, Oh, yes! Do you know what? I'd love to come back! And Queen Bee was very happy. She was so happy that she jumped with joy. But one thing was still puzzling Queen Bee. Why did you refuse to go and collect the sticky pollen from the flowers and all the other bees? Arthur B. looked too embarrassed to answer. Whisper it into my ear, said Queen Bee. So Arthur whispered into Queen Bee's ear. Queen Bee then looked at Arthur, smiled and said, So have I. So you see, both Arthur Bee and Queen Bee had a secret. They both had hay fever. And that's why Arthur Bee couldn't collect sticky pollen from the flowers. And it was also why Queen Bee never visited any flowers. But just because they both had hay fever, it didn't stop them from being good at something else. Queen Bee was by far the best Queen Bee in the whole of the land. And Arthur Bee could mix a little bit of this and a little bit of that and turn sticky pollen into the most beautiful golden honey in the land. And everyone agreed. That was Arthur B Has a Secret by Sean Millay. And I'm happy to say that Sean joins us today. So welcome, Sean. Thank you very much for having me. Well, that's a really great story. I take it you've got a real love for bees. I have, yeah. Um, it was it, this story, the Arthur B Has a Secret, came about from me, Sean. If you'd like me to tell you why. Yeah, is he a beekeeper by any chance? No, I'll tell oh. you what he is. He was he was a very snotty child. That's what oh, he was. Okay. <laughs> Where we used to live, we lived facing a field and the farmer's field. So obviously there was crops and stuff. Yeah. Um, and all, all the children in the area used to play on the field and all his mates. But he had really bad hay fever as a kid. Oh, so okay. when he'd come in of the night, his nose would be running. He'd be oh. coughing. He couldn't breathe. And his eyes were puffy. Yeah. So he'd have to be straight in the shower, wash his face into bed. And I used to make stories up. And I thought... Who would be really affected if they had hay fever? And I come up with the idea of a bee. So that's yeah. where the Arthur bee came from. So we actually used to have different stories of Arthur. This is just the one that I've had published. So it's really educational, though, for children, isn't it? It is, yeah. That was the whole... Not when I wrote it. I mean, I did write it originally just for me and my son. But then I've used it in schools many times, and children have... They've actually done projects on it and things to do with the bees. So that's been a really good moment. Yeah, because people, and I will admit, it's, this is me included, I'm not sure if the, if the word afraid is a bit strong, but bees and wasps, they are quite irritating, aren't they? And the sting does hurt. So we do sometimes squash them, and I know we shouldn't, because they kind of keep us alive, don't they? Very much so, yeah. I think, it, well, in my next book, I'll tell you for definite, but I think it's a third of the world's population of food is pollinated by bees, including yeah. tea and coffee, things that you wouldn't think of, you wouldn't have without bees. In fact, bees. the ecosystem would probably collapse without bees. Yeah. And also, what a lot of people don't know, is that wasps also pollinate flowers. Yeah. So as angry as wasps can be, they are a big help to us as yeah, well. Definitely. So are the characters based on or named after anyone you know? I know you've mentioned your son. There is a Tom B. That was my son, because it was him who had the problem when he was little. 
Yeah. And then as my daughter realised, hang on, why is this story there with our Tom in it? So now there's a Molly B as well named after Molly. Yeah. And the Bertie Butterfly, he's not named after someone, but it's a, it's a man I used to work with years ago who was obsessed with his garden, but his house looked like, like a tornado just gone through <laughs> it. But his garden was pristine. <laughs> so that was based on him. I wonder if butterflies really are untidy. I don't know. I think, you know, I'd like to think that they really are because they, they make flowers look beautiful and everything. But I'd like to think that when they got back home, they just threw the paper on the floor and watched the telly. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. So you're part of Team Author UK. So talk us through your publishing experience with Team Author. That was all, almost by mistake. As I say, I'd written that story, the Arthur B one, and several Arthur B ones from somewhere he was little, but that was the main one because that was the hay fever. And then I had it on scraps of paper all over the place. It was just in the, and I found it in the loft a few years ago. I, was, I think I was getting the Christmas decorations out and I found a box file. And in there was all these scraps of paper and pictures that we'd drawn me and Tom of what we thought Arthur would look like. So I got them out, retyped it up. And in the school where I work, I used to take it in and read it to the children. And they loved it. And one day Jude Lennon was in the school on a visit. And I just oh, got yeah. talking to Jude. Yeah. And I said, uh, I've written this. I said, it's not really a story. I said, it's just something I knocked up for me son. So she said, can I look at it? And she did. And then within days, she sent me the email for Team Off the UK for Sue Miller. And I was meeting Sue and it was like a whirlwind. And before I knew it, I had a book. So yeah. I'm blaming Jude, but I'm thanking Jude. And it really is a lovely story, though, Sean. It really is. I mean, it's just lovely how, you know, it's got hay fever. So there's kids out there that really do suffer with hay fever to the point where they can't go outside. So yeah, it's really going to encourage them, isn't it? Yeah, very much. So, and that was, the, that was the case with me, Sean. There was days he just couldn't go out. He could look go out outside. the window and see his mates, but yeah. he just couldn't go. Yeah. Talk us through your background then. So are you a primary school teacher? I'm actually a qualified secondary school history teacher. Wow. That's what I am. That's what, that's what my real job is. Um, and for 11, 12 years, I worked in a student support centre with children who had many different problems. Yeah. Um, and then that closed down and we, where we were, most of us were finished. So I just looked around and I ended up getting a teaching assistance job in a primary school yeah. where I have done a bit of teaching as well. Yeah. Completely yeah. different than secondary. Completely. Oh, I bet. Yes. Is it easier then in primary schools compared to secondary? No, I don't think it is. Because in secondary, I majored, if you like, in history with a little bit of geography. Yeah. But in a primary school, you're teaching, you're teaching everything, aren't you? Yeah. You know, yeah. the whole spectrum. Kind of jack of all trades, aren't you, really? Very much so, yeah. So do you have any more stories that involved buddy bees? I do actually, yeah, um, and this one's based on a girl I used to teach in the school. She knows I've written the book because I had to speak to her mum and dad first to say. <laughs> and this one's called Amber B, the B with D. And it turns out that the D is dyslexia because this girl uh -huh. struggled, Amber struggled with dyslexia when she was going through school. And it used to frustrate her. She used to come to me and say, I'm stupid, I'm stupid. But it, it wasn't that she was stupid. She yeah. was just struggling. She just needed extra support, which thankfully she's getting now. So that's my next one. That's my Amber B book, yeah. Oh, we'll look forward to that one then. Oh, Sean, it's been lovely talking to you today. So for our listeners, if they want to purchase the book, where, where is it available? It's available on Amazon. It's available if you're ever around Liverpool. It's available in News From Nowhere in Bowl Street. It's available in The Barn on the Wirral. Um, and it's available through me. You can always get in touch with me. Yeah, and what, what are your social media pages for people who want to get in touch? Sean Malay, author.
me, me emails your best bet, and that's seanmalay at hotmail.co.uk. Sean, just spell your surname for our listeners. M-I-L-L-E-A. And the yes. Sean is S-H-A-U-N. Sean Malay at hotmail.co.uk. Brilliant. Okay, fantastic. Thanks again, Sean, for joining us today. And I wish you all the best in your future endeavours. Thank you very much. And as I say, thank you for inviting me. Let me read my story. Thank you. Bedtime Stories is sponsored by Team Author UK, independent publishers. If you have a fabulous story to tell, get in touch as they excel at helping writers just like you. Visit their website at www.teamauthoruk.co.uk or on their social media platforms at Team Author UK.